Hey, this is Tyler G of Batman Figs on Instagram and co-host of DC Figures and Collectibles Podcast. And I'm here to talk to you a little bit about uh, some of my favorite figures, and that is from the line of Beast Kingdom figures. They make some figures that I would describe as hot toy level face sculpt with a Mafex level articulation. And this is from their DAH line, which is Dynamic Action Hero line. Uh, they have figures from Justice League as well as Batman vs. Superman from this line so far. If you haven't checked it out, you definitely need to check it out because these are fantastic prices from anywhere from $50 to $60 with, I'm telling you, hot toy level face sculpt where it looks exactly like the actor. Exactly. And articulation... On those hot toys, you know, they're inhibited sometimes by the cloth. Not these figures. These figures, are they're not cloth. They're like Mafex-style articulation. So you could get them doing the most dynamic of poses. And, again, the, the quality is out of this world. They don't feel like they're going to break on you. And for the value, for the price, you can't go wrong. So check out Beast Kingdom today. And... Trust me, you won't be upset. You won't feel like you did the wrong thing. You're going to want more of these figures. So check out, again, Beast Kingdom. Hello and welcome to DC figures and collectibles as of this recording it is march 6 2019 and i'm joined as always by my co-host who's coming all the way from stoke on trent england scott how are you doing hello hello to tyler of at batman things on instagram you <laughs> very very uh, very very good today i was just just Super pumped after an unbelievable Manchester United win. I just can't believe it. Yeah. Anyway, that's why I'm this podcast. We've recorded it <laughs> slightly later than usual. I'll uh, forgive you for bringing up Manchester or Man U. It's all right. <laughs> oh, honestly, crazy game. But yeah, <laughs> that aside, how are you doing? You good? Yeah, I'm doing uh, pretty good. Finally, got some new figs to talk about. I'm excited yes. to talk. Excited to talk about the uh, the last laugh. Oh, for I can't talk about that. I can't wait till you post your picture because I got some behind the scenes and it looks awesome. Oh, thanks. Yes, yeah. two behind the scenes shots because I've messed up the first one. Uh, it looks it looks really good. I can't wait till uh, oh, to see the finished product. Thanks, and likewise, I always enjoy your Joker shots. I feel like they they, they get that extra special attention. Yes, I think uh, people could always tell when we like put in a little bit more passion behind our photos. <laughs> oh, for sure, for sure. And actually, talking of the Joker, I want to dive straight in and talk about a figure that you got. Oh, okay. I kind of, uh, I kind of felt weird getting it because when I first saw it, <laughs> first saw it at the uh, Comic Con, my reaction was, "Ooh, that is horrendous looking. It is really ugly." And just to give people the idea of the gravity, Tyler actually video messaged me 
Yes. When, when buying this figure, just to understand the gravity of this decision. And I, it took me at least a good 10 to 12 minutes just staring at it before I finally convinced myself to, to buy it. <laughs> and it is the DC Essentials Joker figure that just came out today, actually, officially. And I even looked at the Batgirl that is coming uh, is out today as well. And I really liked it. I really liked the uh, expression, but I already had a Batgirl that has a, a better expression, I think, overall. And yeah. it's not, not a giant. So I, I relented and I went with the Joker. And I have to say, it, I'm, pretty, I, I, I'm pretty pumped on it. I like it a lot. Oh, you said you took some great pictures of him. He looks really, really nice. I like the, um, like his coat and also the stick that he comes with or the cane. It looks fantastic. Yeah, and what I like about it is, I at first I was like, oh, I don't need a Joker like that. I have the DC Icons one that looks like a good comic Joker. Mm. And the thing is, is he is pretty tiny compared to other figures because he's, but he's also thin, so he looks weird next to like batman yeah and this joker he doesn't have a hat which i like it's a different option and like you said he has a really cool coat and like the long tails coming off and uh his cane is pretty detailed and i think it looks like a very good classic 80s early 90s joker Mm. even though i know it's based on the art of a guy drawing joker today he kind of looks like a classic looking joker no, he really does. I, I, I say his, his outfit's got very sort of Arkham Origins sort of feel to him. He looks really, really Oh, yeah. Cool. You would notice something like that. <laughs> uh, no, I really do like it. I'd pay half the money just for that cane alone. It looks great. Yeah, and the cane, it looks exactly like uh, the head sculpt for the new Batman Adventure Joker, I think. Oh, nice. That's good. Like, it looks so funny. Like I'm gonna, I definitely should take a picture of them together next, yes. like a profile, because the hair alone looks just like it. Oh, do it! Yeah, that sounds like a great idea. So, I, I definitely have to do that. But I'm, I think the uh, posability on this figure is really good. It has a yeah. ton of uh, articulation, and the joints actually work. Yeah, that's, and, that's always good. <laughs> yeah, and the best part is I. I don't like when people say like right away, oh, you have to heat it, you have to heat it. I don't, I think that you should be able to buy a figure and not have to heat it or worry about it breaking. But however, I I do see like how sometimes you have to do it. And, uh, but I like that this figure did not take any heat or whatever. It just, it worked. The joints were tight. There's no paint covering the joints. Yeah. They seem to actually pay attention to this figure. And I, I think they should. It's the Joker. People are going to buy it, so if you fail and make it look crappy, it's gonna. People are going to notice. Yeah, I mean, their first figures, and that, well, perhaps even first waves of figures were pretty difficult. Didn't really go well, that well. I mean, it was already a controversial. Well, controversial, maybe too strong a word. But it was already a, a sort of frowned upon line as it was. And no, um, controversy is fair because, like we mentioned before. Yeah. Uh, I did a, a review on the Batman where I just talked about how much I disliked it because there's joints that weren't working and that that actually disappeared off of YouTube. I have no idea where it went. And when I messaged you, YouTube, that <laughs> got no response. So something <laughs> happened there. Yeah. And yes, but I think that in the recent waves and like you've discovered 
by getting the uh, Nightwing figure. Yeah. They're, yeah. they're not bad figures right now. They're pretty decent if you're looking for certain things. But see, I don't think anyone's going to try to collect the whole wave. Yeah, that's it. I mean, like, if I'd have got sort of like the Nightwing icon figure, then I probably wouldn't have got the new Nightwing. So it's kind of it's kind of one of them, you know, it's sort of a repeat, but in a bigger scale. But, um, yeah, Joker looks good. I'm going to hopefully go and take a look at him in local comic book shop sometimes we just see what he looks like and see how cool he is but yeah it is, it is great and i got to say the accessibility to these figures has been very good they've been over here on release days which is very 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 rare so yeah it's very good that is nice for a collector <laughs> yes it is nice. but that, it is also important that you go and you take a look for the figure yourself uh, at the at the comic book store, I would recommend because I had to look at three different jokers just to find one without googly eyes and that had decent paint. Mm. So I feel like that has been an inconsistency with this line so far as the paint has been spotty. Mm. But if you find a good one, then you're then it's a good looking figure. Because I looked at the Harley Quinns. Oh my god, yeah, they look they look so poor. <laughs> That's horrific. It looks like, like she's drunk or on drugs or something. There's like, a whole squint. Yeah. Like, what is going on there? It's like the DC icons one is perfect. I'll stay with that. Yeah, the DC icons one is perfect in size, or the, articulation, everything. Or the Arkham Knight classic version. That's a good one too. That that is a good. Has very good shots. It's a very good figure. In fact, that one works perfectly with this Joker. Nice. Yeah. That, perfect nice. in scale. And nobody wants a war, which brings us yeah. up to the you did. Very nice there. I hope you, hope you appreciate that segue. Um, I do. I did. I do. Well, nobody wants a war. No one wants a war, DC Collectibles. We're happy. <laughs> I, I, when I saw that shot, I was just laughing and creeped out at the same time. It's, it's such a great shot because that, that scene is just unbelievably good. I hope so. I definitely put a lot of attention to that one because I just, that's one of my favorite scenes. That's the first time like I've been genuinely creeped out by the Joker in my life. Yeah. And I just thought it was a perfect uh, Joker to try to do that scene with. And yeah, I, I've done it a few times, but I think it looked really cool with this Joker. Yeah. Oh, and the extreme good. sets, the extreme sets worked perfectly as well. Oh yeah. Yeah. For sure. Extreme sets. When does it not work perfect? They're just so good. Uh, you can't talk good enough about extreme sites. In fact, I'm seeing more people I saw today in my story. And I, as soon as I saw it, I was like, I got to mention this because I saw a few people in my story uh, that I follow post that they got their first extreme sets today. So, like, oh, I popped my extreme sets cherry. And so nice. that's pretty cool that people are getting the sets. Yeah, extreme sets, just fantastic. I actually have some news on extreme sets. Uh-oh. As well, so. What is um, it? Well, okay, so already got the Deluxe Control Center on the way. It's still somewhere in the post coming in yes. from the Big Bad Toy Store. Give them a shout-out. Check them out. Brilliant for extreme sets. Um, now, Simon, who is at Batman, the animated fan on Instagram, check him out. Awesome artwork. He is, he is um, unbelievably kindly sold me the sewer and the deranged alleyway just extreme sets. 
Nice. So they're, they're on the way, which is just berserk. I, I have to give him a massive, massive thank you. It's unbelievably kind gesture. So, yeah, for people for people that are wondering, oh, that's not that, that big of a deal. Like that's huge for Scott because the shipping and all that just the London takes like the tax and shipping alone is just a huge hit, right? Yeah. Oh, it really is. It's absolutely enormous. But to get what a kind gesture. Well, honestly, it's absolutely incredible from him and yeah, a personal thank you to him. It's it's just an incredible gesture. It's stuff like this that makes community the best. So yeah, it really is kind. We, I really hope we get to get him on the show sometime. Oh, that would be fantastic. <laughs> that would be fantastic to talk about that, that BCAS beautiful artwork that he makes. just incredible. But yeah, it's like, like I say, huge thank you to him. It's very, very kind. I heard a rumor that he's related to Bruce Tim, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he is Bruce Tim. Maybe. Maybe. That's why it's so hard to get, to get on the show. He's in hiding. Maybe he is. I did find out this week that the Bruce Tim account going around on Instagram is a fake, so maybe maybe it was Simon's David. It could be his diversion. <laughs> Who knows? Uh, I think uh, something's... Ha- we. That's why we have to get him on. We have to dispel the myth. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Mythbusters. So, did you have, have you gotten any new... Uh, any new plastic? I know that you have some on the way, but has any touched down? Um, not quite yet. No, I'm gonna be um, as soon as I'm I'm paid on Wednesday. It's on Friday that I'll get paid. I'm gonna be getting some fantastic looking Beast Kingdom figures, which I can't wait for. Um, a big set. Well, this is this is the thing. I was there was four to choose from. It was Wonder Woman, Armored Batman. Superman and regular BVS Batman. So, and and on your recommendation, not only by word but also by the photos you've taken, I'm going to go for Superman and mm. regular BVS Batman. Um, I think that's a good pick. Yeah, they they just look fantastic, and, and Superman especially. I mean, Superman. I was eighty percent sure of buying him. I just wanted to see what you thought, and yeah, Superman. Just looks so great. I just love the bright blue costume. Looks. I can't wait for that Justice League one as well. It looks great. So definitely going to be getting that. Um, and you, you got to have a classic back back yeah, Batfleck, haven't you? It just especially now that he's done. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's... Might as well get the original suit. And also the price as well that I could get him at. It was just fantastic. Big shout out and thank you to dandyisland.com. Uh, based in London, they've got their own store and also their website. Very, very good prices. They're also on eBay, so check them out on there. Um, oh, nice. But go direct to their site for you know, free postage from them. And it's also a little bit cheaper than eBay, so yeah, check them out. Fantastic store. Nice. I was really looking forward to, to getting them. Um, I can't wait to see what you do with them. And I think, I have to say again, that Superman figure... Of all the figures that I've had, the Mafex, the Mattel, I've seen uh, the figure arts. I have to say that one is the best likeness to Henry Cavill. Yeah, it looks absolutely beautiful figure, and just I just love the bright colors, the bright cape, and it just looks really cool. Yes, uh, you're gonna you're gonna enjoy those things. Yeah, it looks fantastic. I can't wait to. I can't wait, I can't wait to hear that you've uh, ordered the rest of the set. In about a month or so. <laughs> uh, don't, don't. I'm already skinned <laughs> before I've even been paid. 
Mm. Um, yeah, looking forward to that. And I've got to say, I'm very tempted by the Mezco dark side as of late. And you are in part to blame for that. It's, <laughs> Some a, good, of it's a good figure, and I know how much you love Dark Side. I do love Dark Side a lot. He's just such a great character. And, and I feel like I'm kind of bored with the Mezco Joker and need a new villain to do some more Mezco shots with to inspire some different ones, and Dark Side would fit that. Um, you might sell Joker then? Yeah, I don't think I'll probably ever sell him. He's too cool. But oh, okay. I'm just a little bit lacking of inspiration with him or anything. So, um, because I was think I was thinking of selling some Mexican figures, but I'm not going to do that anymore. I just, I'm just going to keep them. I can't be bothered. Ooh, you told the line. And uh, I'm so tempted to sell some of them, but then I'm not actually going to keep them and just buy more figures. More is more. Yeah, and with a Mexico, it's uh one of the rare. Few figures that as it sits on your shelf, it just uh, goes up in price. So you can't yeah, go true. wrong. It's, it's a good investment. But uh, that dark like, side now is uh, is so tempting. These available on Kapow Toys, uh, mm. fantastic side. They they have brilliant prices for Mezco, um, and dark side especially is is easily the cheapest option in the UK. So check out Kapow nice. Toys. Um, so he, they're, they're usually my go-to for Mezco figures. Well, they're always my go-to for Mezco figures. And Multiverse as well. So check nice. that out. But yeah, hopefully going to save up for a dark side. I think at some point it's going to happen. Well, if you had to get any dark side, I think this is the one to get. Yeah. And, and you said that uh, I had a good shot right, right now, but uh, Lewis of At The Back Collector just posted a pretty sick one as well. Oh, yeah. The... JLU inspired. Yeah. yeah, it was very nice shot. It's pretty cool. So yeah, I don't I can see why you're tempted to get him. There's there's been a, a lot of Lutho love as well from both of you lately. Yeah, because that head sculpt is perfect for yeah, it's on a suit body. So I don't really care to build the Superman legs. I don't because I just haven't read that story. <laughs> I'm not yeah. invested. So I I'm really happy to have just a a stand-in Luther for right now until I make a good a new figure. Yeah, well, he, he looks great. I really do like the look of um, of that Luther that you've you, that you made. I love the shot that you did as well with uh, with sort of Luther, the um, new Essentials Joker and Dark Side with Superman. That's that. That I think is my personal favorite uh, capture of Joker so far because I think that just is the ultimate comic look right there. I don't know what yeah. the what the lighting is, but that's a creepy looking light right there. Yeah, it look it looks really cool. That cane just looks so funny as well. I, I love it. <laughs> Have it whispering in his ear. <laughs> <laughs> but no. you uh, you uh, finally posted some of your your pictures that you said you're going to post, and those got some good response, especially the Nightmare Batgirl. Oh, yes, yeah. Yeah, Nightmare Batgirl was um, kind of a tricky custom to do. Because um, the Nightmare well, you, did was... you did it seamless oh, from thanks. here. Thank you. Yeah, it, it was tricky to do because the, the neck peg um, for Roxy Rocket was a little bit too long, so I had to kind of... Um, carve out 
a deeper mm-hmm. sort of peg hole for Batgirl's head and it fit on just okay and then I had to rip off the back of Roxy's hair as well <laughs> and put it on Batgirl's hair so it fit in properly because Batgirl's hair was too bulky but um... do you have two Batman expression packs? yeah I do yeah I've got two Batman <laughs> expression packs nice dang you need to do you need to do like an ultimate accessory like bat cave shot with all of them lined up <laughs> if I that, looks... that might be a lot I think I've got three actually oh my gosh you got to then I think I think I think I've actually got three but that's awesome <laughs> dang yeah I think I've got three Batman one of them's been painted over <laughs> oh. which is the one that's in the photo but then um I'm pretty sure I've got two others. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Dang that, that yeah. I think that the the figure looks awesome. That yeah, you're custom and Thanks. I love the little touch of the of the gla- the X-ray or the infrared glasses around the neck for Batgirl. Yeah, that- it just didn't look right without anything around there. So wanted to put something else out of it. In. You didn't want to put the Mezco nightmare scarf around her. I thought about it, but the problem with that is, um, well, actually, there's a Mezco one. I was thinking of the Mafex one, but and the Mafex one is too bright. Oh, it's too sense. bright, and also I was I was very scared of using the Mezco one, <laughs> <laughs> taking it off. It was going to just fall apart or something. Yeah, that would make sense. But you don't want to mess with that figure. That's expensive. Yeah, this is true. Especially right now. It really is, yeah. And then uh, you've uh, definitely been doing some some of action shots or photos of your forte, your favorite Justice League. Oh yes, yeah, yeah. Starting to go through, not necessarily going through it episodically, but just picking out moments from episodes and just going through it in order, sort of thing. So yeah, we've got one more shot from that episode left. And then move on to uh, In Blackest Night. And then there's one that I really, really, really love. And it is one where you you blended two different toy lines because we're still waiting on one of these figures. And it is from our our last podcast where we talked about uh, Nothing to Fear with the Scarecrow. And you have a picture of Batman coming in the vault, and you did a great job of finding your background that fit perfectly. And you got the red smoke, and you got the old Kenner line, OG Scarecrow. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, that, you know it, that sh- that shot was tricky because of the perspective, but honestly, that that shot has nothing on the one that you took with Batman going into that extreme sex vault. That was just a beautiful shot. That's why I love that vault. That's honestly the shot I was planning out when I bought it. Oh, that that vault is just so cool. And also that shot that you took with Bruce walking away from the um, grave, that is just a beautiful photo. That uh, Yeah, that was a tricky one to work out with the shadow, but I finally got it to work. Oh, just an absolutely phenomenal picture. Thank you. And I think that leads right into a big discussion today. Oh, yes, indeed. And it is where we talk about the last laugh. Yes. The last not, laugh. Pretty, 
Not Pretty Poison, The Last Laugh. Not, not Pretty Poison, as I've made a video <laughs> on in the last episode. <laughs> and I accidentally put it down on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, yeah, I'd take partial blame for that. That was bad. <laughs> no, it's it's because we're just so... we're. It's just, I think we're looking forward to Pretty Poison. But The Last Laugh's good, too. We are. Yeah, yes, it is very, very good. Now, what uh, what is the thing that comes to mind when you think of the last laugh, Scott? To be honest, um, Captain Clown. Um, <laughs> it's just so funny. I was typing in and, um, on Google, and all you have to write in is you killed, and then just put the letter C, and it comes straight up. <laughs> Oh, it does. Nice. It, it's it's genuinely so funny. I was just looking looking at it because Captain Clown's just so funny. And I, as I was watching the episode before this podcast, just sent you a picture of it. Yeah. Joking, standing with Captain Clown. It's just I, I love Captain Clown. He's a great cameo. One of my favorite Joker yeah. allies. Yes, if only we had a, a figure of that, that would be amazing. Oh, that, that'd be hilarious. <laughs> with like a head swap for the robot head or something. That'd be cool. Yes. Now, is this one of the first episodes you ever saw? Uh, I, you know, I, I think it probably was. I, one of the first episodes I ever remember was Christmas with the Joker. That was like the, one of the first experiences of Batman the Animated Series. But this episode certainly was right up there as well, yeah. Because I, I can just remember seeing this big floating garbage pile of green, green gas coming off it. And it is a it is the episode that the first Joker figure that was released was based off of. It came with the accessories from this episode. Yes, absolutely. I, I do feel like this is one of the first episodes we properly see a bit of color injected into the series, and it's probably just because of the Joker appearing. But I think it's also <laughs> like nice to just see a bit of color. That's true. And we finally get to see Joker in a normal suit. Outside of Christmas with the Joker. Yes, it is the first proper Joker episode, isn't it, really? Yeah, and we get to... It's just fun to see him run around Gotham instead of just a TV station. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's very true. But uh, one of the things that I also uh, think about besides Captain Clown is the the perfect joke by Alfred, whether he drew Bruce a bat. Honestly, if anybody wants... You know what English humor is just that is the epitome. <laughs> it is the epitome. That's one of my favorite scenes, and also, uh, so all right, we'll just we'll start talking about the episode. The episode begins where uh, we see a trash boat with toxic green waste and smoke emitting from it, like Scott yeah. said, and it starts to infect Gotham. <laughs> And we see Joker, and we we see it, it's him, and we then we get taken to uh, uh, Bruce shaving, and like yeah. we see we see Alfred do the whole bath thing, and uh, as after that joke, we hear on the radio that the the city is going into mayhem, and it's Bruce quickly realizes it's the Joker. It's like it's like when you first see that trash pile floating through the city. It's like, oh god, what is the Joker up to now? You just know it's him <laughs> straight away. It's yeah. like, what is he doing now? What plan is he unleashing? And then we see uh, see Batman in the Batcave, and he's like, he's about to go out to the city and start taking care of the Joker. And he asks Alfred for something, and he says, "Oh, go get it yourself." And then he just <laughs> because he got gassed. 
And we start seeing him wreck everything. Oh, he's like, I'm just doing some spring cleaning, sir. Yeah, the way the, the way he delivered it is just so funny oh, when you're it, just it's brilliant. It's the first time we hear Alfred's proper voice that'll continue in the whole series as well, isn't it? Yeah. And also if you notice and you listen to the computer analysis voice, that's Harvey Dent's voice. Oh, nice. That's that's yeah. a little touch. Yeah, that's Harvey Dent, but he's trying to do the little computer voice. So that, if you listen back, you will notice. That's really cool. Yeah, and then, uh, you know, after that, we get taken to Gotham, and then what happens from that, Scott? Yeah, so we get we go um, into Gotham, and all of a sudden, you see the Joker like, park up his um, his big floating trash pile. <laughs> then the outcome of the the two thugs and him with a shopping trolley, <laughs> and, he, and he, the line that kills me in that is just when he turns around and goes, "Everybody remember where we parked." <laughs> <laughs> I just love that line; it's brilliant. And he's, he's like, "When the going gets tough, the tough goes shopping." Yes, absolutely iconic. brilliant. Definitely iconic. Oh, it really is. So much about every episode that's iconic, but that for sure is up there. Um. Yeah, so he starts walking along the, along the sort of gangplank to get onto the Gotham streets, and then he, he with this stupid big massive fishbowl <laughs> on on his head as a, a gas mask, which DC Collectibles absolutely nailed on the figure as well. Yes, and. I think then after that, it's the first sort of appearance we, we see in this episode of Batman wearing a gas mask. Like yeah. First, I think it's the first time we, we get to see it, which is pretty cool. Well, well you saw it in the uh, Scarecrow episode. Oh, of course, yes. Where he oh, says, ah, oh, a gas mask. Well, now I look stupid. <laughs> no, you don't. But it's still cool to see. It's not, not not only did I mess the episode up, I've also messed the gap. No, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's pretty cool to see him in the in the gas mask. And then um, <laughs> what makes me laugh is when the Joker's smashing all these windows, getting all the all the money from there, and he goes back to his sort of boat, and you um, see some of Gleason come on the TV talking about how the the stocks are collapsing. And, and Gotham and sort of financials going wrong, and then Joker turns around and goes, "The only things gaining now are the laughing stocks." That's that's a classic Joker joke. Uh, it's just absolutely brilliant. I just turns around to the camera and says that. Very breaking the fourth wall. <laughs> <laughs> so he did it long before Deadpool. Yes, indeed. Pretty much everybody's done everything before Deadpool. And then that's when we see the bat boat. Yeah, the bat boat's just so cool, isn't it? It looks fantastic. Yeah, where's that at? Where's that? Where's that uh, toy at? Oh, I'd love to see that. Heck yeah! So we we suddenly see that, and we see uh, two henchmen come out, and when they come, they come out to fight with very cool music. The music's very weird. It's like kind of like yeah. Like, like, kind of like a weird beat, but then they mix in the Joker's jingle with it. So yeah, it's the only, it's the only time they ever use that kind of music. I yeah, I really like it. And actually, at the start of that episode, and you can hear like a 
a short little remix of the 89 Joker music. You know, he's dancing with Vicky Vaughn. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's like a bit of a remix of that, which is pretty cool. Yeah, and then Batman easily dominates two uh, henchmen. <laughs> I before... by pulling their mask off. It's hilarious. Yeah, it's like they're right there. Batman's like, I don't got time to waste energy. Just pull out the mask. <laughs> and then uh, we get to see Captain Clown. Oh, who Captain is Clown. Awesome. And I'll never stop saying we should get a figure of him just because of the the line where Batman eventually beats kills him in the trash compactor and Joker says he the he killed Captain Clown. It's just so brilliant. <laughs> Joker just seems so angry, he's completely vexed by it. Yeah. You killed Captain Clown. <laughs> he just says it twice as well. Yeah. There's Mark Hamill just he's the best. He's never gonna be topped. No. I, I, I just love when um, Batman gets dumped in that bin. Um, oh, and, and, they, yeah. and they seal it up. And he starts poking all of the air holes in the side of it. And when he's drowning, he's like, oh dear, the air holes are water holes too. What a shame. <laughs> yeah, and I can't... I remember watching that. That was one of the first times I felt genuinely like, oh, how's Batman going to get out of this? Yeah, yeah. I know it's it, is, a it is a tricky one. I was genuinely worried there. And then the, the bat boat comes to the rescue with the laser. Yes. I mean, that was uh, pretty cool as well, seeing all the gadgets that he uses on his wrists and his belt. We did. See, look at all the stuff he could, they could still make just from this episode. I know, yeah, there is a lot. But just, just from like, this episode. <laughs> like, you can just tell they're purposely showing off all of Batman's tech that he's got because the zoom in shot on his belt and stuff, which is pretty great. That's a hmm. That makes me want to think of a shot of that now. <laughs> well, do you think like, I could probably do it? Like just a, a small hinge on the belt and then like the details underneath it. They could probably make something like that. They could make a three pack wrist of Captain Clown and those two goons. No, oh, because everyone would love stuff like that. Yeah, I'd buy it. Oh I'd yeah, buy, sure. I'd buy anything that goes to that. But yeah, then uh, from there, where do we go, Scott? Yeah, so that after that, you get the uh, the Captain Clowns, the classic Captain Clowns. You know, he downs him in a um, it's like a, a garbage, it's like a crusher, isn't it? That he, he falls that he falls into, and he tricks him into falling into it. And you hear the classic Joker line, but then after that, when the Joker runs away into sort of the what the right word is for it it's like the when they burn and all the, the trash in the sort of like a sort of like a steel mill isn't it sort of thing like an incinerator incinerator that's the word I'm looking for that's the word yeah it chases him into the incinerator it's just so funny seeing the Joker go down that shit that's one of my favourite scenes of the whole episode it's super creepy too is when uh you know, Batman's just like running and in a panic trying to catch a Joker, and he's just sitting on the old, like, compacted Captain Clown body. <laughs> yeah. And he's just smiling in the dark with the light going over him. It's just creepy. Oh, it's so weird. Yeah. And when he's just waving his arms, it is odd. Yeah. And then I love too how 
Batman's just like trying everything to get to him, and he just and Joker just like grabs the cable and just right out of reach, and then just right out of reach again. And just that's just perfect Joker. He's never worried. I was just laughing at Batman, just taunting yeah. him. And then what happens? Um, yeah, so then Batman flies down that chute after him. He manages to hang on, and you got the Joker just taunting him. You're going to turn him into a grilled sea cheese sandwich. Which makes me hungry. Which, and that does actually make me hungry, yes. <laughs> it does, actually does make me hungry, yeah. And then, and, um, so Batman finally gets up onto the, uh, onto the sort of sidewalk of the incinerator, chasing down the Joker and fighting with him as he goes. And then the, the Joker manages to somehow slip on the rail and he's good at that. He, he is good at that. It's <laughs> yeah. Some say he wouldn't have been there without it. <laughs> but uh, so he grabs onto the side and uh, look at Scott doing jokes. On <laughs> <Not> the joking. <laughs> <laughs> so he, he grabs onto the side rail and, and he's just sort of hanging on. He's like, Batman, you wouldn't let me fry, would you? And Batman just just leaning on the side. First time we get to see him properly smile. Yeah, that's one of the few times. I think the next. Yeah, that's one of the few acceptable times for Batman to smile. <laughs> oh, shortly before that, I was I was meant to mention he he told the Joker to clean up clean up his act. Oh and yeah. Then the Joker's like, "Oh, Batman told a joke." <laughs> was that a joke? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I love that. That ending is is really funny. Well, that's not the full ending, but that that bit towards the end of the fight is really funny. Yes, and then Batman actually or Bruce Wayne actually tells another joke. Yes, that that was really enjoyable. To Alfred, after Alfred is just completely devastated seeing the destruction he caused, breaking priceless (laughs) items, and and Bruce just. Teases him, saying he'll take it out of his pay, his salary. <laughs> and Alfred actually believes it for a second, but then Bruce gives him the old April Fools and gets him back for drawing him a bath. <laughs> <laughs> Quite literally. Uh, so that's a it's a good episode. It's a very good episode, and it's one of the ones that you really look forward to when you restart the series because it's quite early on as well. So you think, oh. I can't wait to see that one again. Yeah, because it's so early on, it it probably doesn't get as much appreciation as it deserves. Because it's very funny. Yeah, it's uh not one of my favorite Joker episodes overall, but it's definitely a classic that you have to see. Oh yeah, definitely. The Captain Clown line alone is perfection. <laughs> just to see a floating trash pile go around is just funny. <laughs> and the Joker, with a, the Joker with a fishbowl over his head. <laughs> uh, brilliant. And the, the title card is extra creepy with the Captain Clown face. It, it really is, isn't it? Yeah, the title card is so weird. But it, again, it just sets the tone for that episode. It, it, it's funny, but so creepy as well at the same time. In memory of Captain Clown, rest in peace. Yes, our thoughts are <laughs> with him. Our thoughts are with him. Yeah. It's a bunch of rusted screws now. 
Uh, brilliant. No, thoroughly enjoyable episode. I mean, the the challenge that that you've kind of set to do pictures to a company uh, is such a fun challenge to do as well. I I think it's going to be fun. To, uh, yeah, it's going to be a challenge. Is it? I've really enjoyed the the test of it. To be honest, it's because I was saying to you um, before the podcast, it, I sometimes find it difficult to do. Like Batman the animated series shots because just it, it's probably the line that photograph the most, so it's hard to kind of think of new things. But doing that challenge like this really helps and focuses the mind a little bit more to get more creative with it. And, uh, and you get more yeah, use out of the figures. You get more use out. Of, you get more use out of the figures too. The, oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, because there's some that you don't ever seem to, to like get to post it isn't this so like it's fun to do specific episodes for certain figures yeah like i don't feel like i see you post a lot of poison ivy and i'm looking forward to seeing your poison ivy yeah shot. yeah yeah the poison ivy shot's gonna be good fun uh, the, the two that i'm looking at thinking these are gonna be hard like the underwellers and mm. welcome to my problems the, this, the, they're gonna be very tough one the underwellers i have an idea for but it's just executing it and then POV is going to be tricky. Very, very Heck tricky. Yeah. But again, I've got kind of an idea. Just got to try and, and figure it out somehow. Uh, I hope, yeah, I hope that you enjoy this. <laughs> I think it's going to be fun too that you get to experience some of the dilemmas I see sometimes. <laughs> yeah, I can totally see where you get the problems from now, to be honest. Um, That's why I really, really hope that DC Collectibles never stops doing this, this animated line. <laughs> Well, yeah, exactly. This, uh, I would love to see a Sewer King figure. Yeah, that would be incredible. A Sewer King figure would be really, really cool. So something really alternative and different. Maybe come with a crocodile and a little uh, little kid. Oh, yeah. That would be good. <laughs> I'd snap that up. Yeah. Oh, for sure, yeah. I think a lot of people would enjoy sort of seeing more fringe characters and um, seeing some. You telling me someone wouldn't buy a Captain Condiment or Condiment King action oh, figure? I think Condiment King would be one of the most popular, to be honest. Yeah, people would buy any. I think it, anything Batman animated series, people will buy. Oh, definitely, yeah. Good old Buddy Stanley. Yeah, I think I think people would buy that. If it's like a three pack of him, Mighty Mom. Um, <laughs> and is it Rat Pack is that his name? Yeah, Pack Rat. Pat Pack Rat. Sorry. Yeah, that'd be that'd be funny. Yeah. I'd love to see that. Where he gets where Alfred is, he's holding up the bank or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they'd make sick figures. They'd look great. But uh, a Sewer King would look just brilliant. I think it, some of these figures would translate. Uh, sorry, these some of these characters would translate to figure form so well. Yeah, and POV. Uh, I mean, I think with that one, we we got a few of the figures, but there's still a few missing. Yeah, I guess the main character from that episode is probably Montoya and Bullock. Yeah. If only we had a yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. I like that episode. The POV is very very good. Then you got the forgotten. You kind of have a few episodes there where it's just uh, 
very yeah. early on and no no figures for no exactly yeah it, it is a tricky one the forgotten but again i've got a couple ideas in mind so i'm going to try and execute the forgotten is actually probably my dad's favorite episode of batman animated series really yeah that one and the gray ghost like every single time i go through the series it's like oh uh, let me know when the forgotten comes on or the one where because he really likes that episode or the one where bruce meets the gray ghost and stuff so he always enjoys seeing those ones and the two that he always mentions when i say i'm going back through the series again and (laughs) he always mentions those two that's odd. I've never heard someone say that The Forgotten is their favorite. Yeah, he loves that one. Just the, the whole Bruce Wayne going undercover to figure out where people are disappearing to and then he comes back as Batman and shooting dice. That guy's ass. <laughs> Quite Shoot, shooting dice in the alley. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It matches my own. Yeah, then uh, Alfred having to fly the Batwing. <laughs> And I know that I've I've never heard anyone say that's their favorite episode, but I have heard someone say that they, their favorite scene of that animated series is in that episode. Oh, okay. And that's the scene where uh, Bruce is having the dream where he's walking along the street and the beggars are uh, coming up asking for money and he's like trying to give them money, but he quickly is overwhelmed by all yeah. of them. He kind of drops his head and sheds a tear. And you can, like you could just kind of read into it and think like, he sees as much as he tries. There's not. It's hard what one man can do to overcome that. Such like those kind very, of issues. Very good point. Yeah, that's a really good point. And also, it's also just cool. Anytime there's a, a Batman animated series hallucination or dream sequence, it's usually just gold. Very true. Yeah. No, it, it is. It really is. Yeah, it really is. I think some of the Bruce scenes are underrated as well. Yeah, and that, just like the episode itself is titled, it tends to be an episode that is forgotten. It, I love that. That's a very nice, uh, that, that's a very nice way to put it. It's true, though. People are like, what is that? Is it Boss, boss Biggest? What is that? <laughs> yeah. yeah. If they made him, that would be a lot of plastic. It would be a big figure. He would be a big figure. Him and, him and like a Bruce Wayne with the white hair and a Tupac. Yeah, just have it come with a chicken wing. We, we, <laughs> box would need to be quite chunky. <laughs> Go with, we could just use the uh, crock uh, turkey that he came with for him. <laughs> oh, yeah, good points. Very good point. But yeah, that's going to, it's the challenge. If ever it were a challenge within these next few episodes, it's going to be the, you got, Pretty poison coming up. That's that's a that's a okay one. Yeah, that's not too bad. Thank goodness we'll get to see you shoot a poison ivy. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna do a, a poison ivy one finally. I do like poison ivy. She's a good figure. And that story is uh, not only an iconic one; it's also written by Paul Dini, one of the first ones that he wrote. Ah, well, that would explain why it's so good. Indeed, indeed. It actually is the first one, yeah, first one. That, so, that explains it. Now, who, uh, who's our guest that we have on the other side of this episode, Scott? Uh, well, our guest is very, very, um, very, very special guest, actually, because he, uh, he has one of the most 
shared photos I think we've ever seen. I think that's fair to say. Mm-hmm. I think I think it's probably fair to say Batman and Catwoman, and it's probably just from that everybody already knows who he is. <laughs> to be honest, yes. Um, so he is at Fear of Bats on Instagram, and what page this guy has, whether it's Mezco, DC Collectibles, he he always kills the shot, and it looks absolutely fantastic. Does all sorts of like diorama setups or computer screen setups, and also just sort of. Um, um, sort of like shots of the, the black backdrop of figures and with like comic book titles over the top and things like that. So we've seen the recent one of Batman Damned, which is just a beautiful photo. Um, yes. So yeah, it's at Fear of Bats. Check him out on Instagram. He he was we've already done the interview, an absolutely fantastic guest, and a whole new part of the world that we're visiting, Indonesia, which is fantastic. Yes, where you continue to travel all over the world in order to bring you the collectibles. Yeah, absolutely. Hello? Yeah, that, that, it was genuinely fantastic uh, interview. Loved every minute of it. And yeah, it's going to be big fun to listen to. Yeah, I really like the newest picture he has up with the Alex Ross inspiration. Yes, yeah, yeah. No, everything he does just turns to gold. It's fantastic. And the thing is, he got me to really want that Deathstroke figure. Oh, yes. And I looked, and it's not even out yet for a while here. If I ordered it on, if I ordered it on Amazon, it'd be a pre-order. Oh, no way. When's it meant to be released? In a, in a month or so. Over here, anyway. Wow, looking at Yeah. And it's also pretty pricey. I was surprised. Yeah, it it looks very. Does it come with a lot of accessories as well? Yeah, it does, but still. Yeah, but he does make it look fantastic to where you want to get it. And uh, he he does like shooting Batman, which we love. Oh yes, indeed. He'll mix in some Marvel in there every once in a while. Mm, yeah. But for that, we forgive him. We exactly we do forgive. Him. <laughs> There's one shot too where he has like Bat Batman kissing Catwoman midair. That's just phenomenal. Oh, yeah, absolutely beautiful shot. So yeah, that yeah, looks good. I think that everyone will be uh, pretty happy with the interview. It was a lot of fun, and uh, it was a good get by by Scott. Another good get. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's good fun asking people to come on because you, you never know what people are going to say or react. But yeah, no one needs to be scared. It's it's so <laughs> enjoyable. It's also fun getting to meet them, especially if you have no clue who they really are. We just seen uh, the one famous Batman Catwoman picture. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like it, it's great to get to know the personalities behind um, behind these accounts. And another member of Exclude Collective. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, yeah, we'd love to speak Ve- to Exclude Collective one day if they'd uh, like to oh, uh, come on. That'd be fantastic. Yeah, it'd be great if they'd like to. Uh, to I hope they're listening. We'll see what they say. <laughs> that'd be fantastic. All right. Well, we hope that you guys enjoy 
the uh, the interview. I think it will be a lot of fun. And we have a, uh, the next guest coming up is Sweet Picks or Sweet Picks W or S W I T T Picks. Uh, he has some phenomenal pictures as well. So if you want to go ahead and check him out, he'll be coming up on Sunday. And we also have a, a ton of big guests coming up on the horizon. So we hope you look forward to that. Yeah. And we uh, will continue to do the Batman the Animated Series. And I can't wait to see Scott's pictures. I hope you guys enjoy it as much as Likewise. I enjoy it. <laughs> can't wait to see yours. And yeah, we will we uh, will talk to you on the other side of this. Enjoy the interview. Hey, what's up, everyone? This is Tyler G of Batman Figs on Instagram, also co-host of DC Figures and Collectibles podcast. And I'm here to talk to you about Soap Studios 112 action figure series. They have ushered in a new character, and that is the Reverse Flash. The mysterious villain from the first few seasons of the CW drama, The Flash. And we know that he is Dr. Harrison Wells, as portrayed by Tom Cavanaugh, a physicist who is the owner of Star Labs, who helps and encourages Barry in trying to get faster in order to siphon that speed with a tachyon device. And his true identity is unveiled at the end of the season. And if you want to get your hands on this beautiful collectible figure that stands approximately 16 and a half centimeters, then you definitely need to go check out Soap Studios' website or go check out Sideshow Collectibles in order to pre-order it. Uh, what you get when you order this figure and when you get him, you will get three sculpted heads. You'll get a Dr. Wells unmasked head. You'll get a masked head without... Uh, with just regular eyes, and you will get a masked head with glowing, light-up-looking effect eyes. You will also get a tachyon device that goes over his chest, and it is it is highly detailed. It looks fantastic. I have it. I'm looking at it right now. He comes with five hands, two relaxed hands, two straight hands, and a hand that looks like he's uh, in the three-point stance about to start a race. He comes with a mask that you could just... Um, put in and look like he's hanging, like he just took it off on his unmasked head. Or you could have it so he's holding it in his hand. He comes with four lightning effects, so you could have him running. Each one is sculpted differently. You don't get the same. It's Every one is unique. You also get a figure display stand. And you also just get the satisfaction of knowing that this figure is extremely detailed it looks like it jumped right off the screen if you want to see more pictures of it you could head over to my instagram at batman figs i have a lot of pictures up of it i absolutely love this figure it is my favorite figure so far from their line you should check out their other figures they have bruce wayne and raz al ghul they have green arrow from the tv show they have flash from the show and yeah they're just continuing to get better they have two-face coming up soon along with other figures from the batman dark knight so check them out. They're a company that is continuing to grow in popularity and only get better. So jump on the train now. Check them out. Soap Studios today. You can pre-order from Sideshow uh, Collectibles online. Go check them out. Hello and welcome everybody to our special guest portion of DC Figures and Collectibles. 
we have a a very um, well seen, very popular photographer here with us today. Oh, okay. Hello. Hello. Yes. And uh, if you are a toy photographer in the toy community, you definitely have seen one of these guys' pictures because it blew up and it's probably one of the most shared uh, recently. And this is someone that Scott wanted on. So, Scott, do you a little bit more introduction? Yeah, uh, yeah, absolutely. So, this guy is a uh, colossus in the Batman community of toy photography on Instagram. And as you say, I feel like every one of your shots is shared everywhere <laughs> on every Batman page, which is pretty amazing. So, um, yes, I'd like to welcome At Fear of Bats and hello to you and welcome. Hello, guys. Thank you for having me. <laughs> but I'm not popular, okay? <laughs> <laughs> no, that is a lie. That is a lie. One of the, honestly, like the, the biggest, well, we'll talk about the pictures later, but my God, it's an incredible photo that Batman and Catwoman that you took. Thank you, thank you. That means a lot to me, really. Uh, actually, uh, I didn't really think my Batman and Catwoman shot would go like that. Everybody loves it. Got shared everywhere. I didn't think I didn't expect any of that. <laughs> so yeah, it, it was really cool. Uh, and uh, well, you deserve yeah. it, man. It was a crazily, yeah, uh, crazily well thought out and unbelievably post shot. Actually, I took only like twenty minutes or something. <laughs> oh wow! Yeah. <laughs> Because yeah, usually when I'm taking pics, I'll I already already have the idea in my head on what what I was about going to do with it. Mm. Uh, I mean, yeah, I really love the last year comic about yeah, you know, we all know the wedding. Ah uh, yes, so it didn't it didn't end up very well for them <laughs> but but well yes it's batman <laughs> now if you if you could we'd like to know um a little bit about yourself growing up have you always been uh into comics and things like that and ultimately what got you back into uh what got you into posting on instagram okay uh let's start with so yeah back um i was born in jakarta back in 89 uh, some uh, back then, my first exposure to superhero was Michael Keaton Batman. <laughs> oh. So yeah, uh, I've been I've been really yeah, I'm pretty much growing up loving Batman and many other pop cultures, and especially here in Indonesia where. Uh, Tokusatsu and anime are pretty famous. Oh, nice. Some stuff like Kamen Rider, uh, <laughs> or Rangers, the Japanese, per the Japanese version of it. Nice. Ramen, something like that, yeah. And when I was little, my father used to spoil me, buying me new toys every time he got back from work. I always <laughs> have new stuff. <laughs> But that didn't last long because at four, I lost my father in car accident. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, then, as a kid, I didn't know the value of the things I have back then, the toys I have back then. 
and yeah it's just gone broken you know mm-hmm. <laughs> i don't collect things as a kid and growing up i found out uh, the toys i used to have as a kid now the price is <laughs> going up goes up way way expensive <laughs> so I, it surprised me and it's it got me thinking to start collecting again and when i start back in so yeah i start collecting again back in i think it was late 2012 yep uh, oh nice wow uh, the first figure i bought Alphabet back then, back then is Kamen Rider figures. <laughs> nice. Do you still have a lot of those? Nah, I've sold no. them all. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, as, as, as time goes by, I collect many things actually from anime, tokusatsu. But but then I realize most of my fix are dominated with the pointy ears guy. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So yeah, back in 2015, I decided to change my username to Fear of Best, where I focus everything on mainly on Batman and related. <laughs> so yeah, there's that. <laughs> I really love your Instagram Instagram account name as well. I think it's fantastic. Like, so something completely different. I mean, like you know, like, like the Bat fan isn't exactly revolutionary, but I just love Fear of Bats. I think it's a, a really cool name. So where did you get that idea from? Oh, yeah. You know, yeah, Bruce used the bat to strike fear to criminals, all that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, got it from that. <laughs> I think it's such a simple but really effective name, and that's what that's what genius is, simple and effective. I, I really like it. I think it's fantastic. Um, maybe it comes when I was reading or watching Batman Year One, I think. (laughs) (laughs) Now, when you uh, get ready to do a photo thing, is this like something at the end of the day that you you set aside to make sure you have time to shoot photos of your figures? Is it more of a spur of a moment thing? Do you do it when you get a chance? Or do you have your own little spot every night where you go and just do your thing? I'm pretty much a moody person. <laughs> okay. I mean, in, in taking pics, uh, sometimes I feel like taking photos, but I'm not. But usually ideas come from when I'm reading comics or playing the games, the Arkham games. Uh, I don't have special rooms. All, I, all, I, all I'm using is my own room, bedroom my own cave <laughs> i don't put everything on the table i just put everything on the floor and nice. then i go down there uh, yeah uh i'm sorry i, I got lost a bit <laughs> no that was perfect that's that's uh, that's what i was wondering and uh are you do you have are you married or do you have a fiance girlfriend and uh just girlfriend <laughs> of two oh. years what yeah. does what does she think of your collection and what you do? <sighs> she told me to resist and resist. 
she wants me to save up for us to get married uh, all that <laughs> but uh-huh. but but she's not against it okay she's not against oh, it. that's good <laughs> so yeah. does she ever like sort of you know you take a picture and you say oh well, do you like this or do you like lean on advice from her or uh, uh yeah like i said when i take a picture usually i al- i already have the idea in my head on what i was going to do to take then when um put the setup all together from there uh, uh the idea of what kind of angle lighting mm. everything like that just comes along all together does she kind of take interest in when you're setting up a picture? Does she have a look and see what you're doing? Uh, sorry, come again. Um, does she kind of like get involved in your sort of when you're taking a picture? Does she come and have a look and, and see what you're up to? Nah, I'm usually doing it alone. <laughs> <laughs> she stays out of the way. <laughs> yeah, don't want to interrupt any creativity. <laughs> did, you, yeah. did you show her? Did you happen to show your girlfriend uh, the picture you took? that blew up that was shared everywhere like hey look at this one's actually like getting shown everywhere did you happen to show her yeah see she followed me and ah okay all that's been going on pretty much (laughs) nice yeah because i i gotta say i saw that picture probably a thousand times that day before i even knew found your actual page so okay (laughs) I, i think that that i i me and scott were talking earlier uh, yesterday when we were talking about having you on, we were just saying that has to be one of the most shared pictures we ever uh, easily in the toy community. <laughs> I think it definitely is. I think, I think that was my 50 minutes of fame. Nah. <laughs> you're, you're, get, you're getting more right now than 15 minutes on this. <laughs> but, I think it's 15 I, months of fame, I think, to be honest. <laughs> so far. Let's go 15 years. Let's do that. Yeah, let's, let's have that. Now, oh, yeah. One of, the, <laughs> one of the things that you shoot extremely well, and it's one of my favorite comic books, and I want to know if it's something that's close to you. Uh, you shoot the Lee Bermejo Batman beautifully from the stories that he did with Noel and Damned and uh, Joker and uh, that sort. Is that? Do you read the comic books? Are you into the comic books? Or are you just really into the figure? I'm into both. I always okay. them comics. <laughs> so are you? Are you? You love Lee Bermejo? <clears throat> oh, of course, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I, the pictures you do are are some stunning ones. I'm looking at one right now, where you're just in the alleyway and it's snowing and it just it's oh, perfect. Oh, the Noel one. Yes, it's so beautiful. Yeah. I, you easily made me want to get that figure, which I did after seeing some of these. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wish it was more, have more articulations, but yeah, it is what it is. <laughs> yeah, but you you definitely captured the 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 whole vibe of the comic perfectly there. Yeah, yes, for for colors tone, uh, I always go for the comic page I, I really try to translate it into my picture that's what I'm trying like uh, my recent Riddler Riddler's pick yeah 
Yes. All, yeah, that was a fantastic picture. <laughs> the all, the all green accent. Mm. <laughs> That's yeah, I love the, that picture. The Arkham Comics page, I think. I was inspired by that. And for a break, background, uh, I I opened the game again, the Telltale Batman. Oh, the enemy within. Yeah, I had to screenshot the Riddler puzzles for the background. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. So, And it's cool that you also don't do a... You don't seem like someone that's just, okay, I'm going to do tangible dioramas and that's it. It seems like you, t- you tend to mix it up with your style. Uh, what is your personal favorite way to shoot? Do you like dioramas using screens? Uh, I like using dioramas more than okay. screen. But I don't mind using screen every once in a while. <laughs> yeah, okay. And uh, when you do shoot, are you, are you some, are you, Someone that using your phone? Do you have a special camera? I use Nikon D three 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 hundred. Okay, cool. nice. But that's just an entry level camera. <laughs> well, yeah, that's uh, something that always fascinates me, and this might just be me being boring, but is people how they manipulate lighting on figures, be it for like a, a certain colored lighting or just for the fact that they achieve so many cool little shadows on, on the action figures. So what do you use for your lighting? Because one thing in particular I noticed is that you really, like, you really get across a, an atmosphere in every picture just from the lighting. You don't need any special effects for them. Uh, I actually just use some reading lamp, some mm. cheap LEDs, like, uh, like only two dollars LED lights. Oh wow! <laughs> I don't have professional gear at all. Uh, my my kind of motto is that to make the most of what I have. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, there's that. <laughs> no, I, I buy that massively because sometimes you can have sort of like too much equipment, and if you put too much money into it, it doesn't quite work out the way you thought. Because like putting money into yep, it doesn't yep, yep. always necessarily mean better. Uh, I agree with that. Yeah, uh, I also think that in terms of uh, using things that people might not expect, I think it's brilliant as well because you also might get a whole different look and style to your lighting and your pictures that uh, other people might not get. And it doesn't all like you said. It doesn't also matter. Uh, how much money a light costs, as long as it lights it up, it doesn't matter where it's coming from. <laughs> yeah, that's <yeah, sure>. true. <laughs> I know at the be- at my like very beginning, I was just trying to use anything I could that could light. Most of the times, it sucked, but still, <laughs> just, it's fun getting creative and seeing uh, what people come up with. Mm-hmm. That is very true. I was I was in the exact same position as you. Literally <laughs> using like using like a a lamp from a um, from an alarm clock. <laughs> It's such a great big piece of junk, but it worked for a time. So, yeah, you were asking uh, how I start doing toy photography. Oh, yes. yes. Uh, it's because, yeah, as I start collecting, I, I start to asking myself, how do I play with them? Uh, I, don't, I didn't want to just display them on my shelf. <laughs> yeah. Then, then I found a local community 
called Toy Graphy ID, Indonesian toy photography community. Oh, nice. So from there, I I get to know people from many different backgrounds as collector, photographer. Uh, one of them is Aulia Rahman. Uh, he's also he's actually the one that inspired me to take more Batman pics. <laughs> <laughs> he's also the one making my deals. All like ninety percent of diorama, my dioramas are made by by him. Oh, cool. Oh. That was something I was going to ask you about because they look fantastic. Yeah, and he's uh, he's actually a photographer himself. So yeah, I've learned a lot from him. And one day in 2015, I've joined Articulated Comic Book Art Group. And yeah, where you know ACBA is yes going going with their triple C and tangible stuff. And I think with all that, it feels more, you can feel the creative process better with that. I mean, uh, what I'm trying to say is, uh, I'm good at Photoshop. I'm good at editing. It's, it's, my, line, it's my line of work. <laughs> <laughs> so, but, but then I want to feel uh, something more rewarding for me uh, mm. when I put all my setup try to uh, get as tangible as possible and how people react to it yeah it feels more rewarding to me <laughs> I think that's a great point what you said about um, how you use your toys when you grow up because that's what we mentioned on the last episode with that Toys of Arkham because he was kind of in the same situation where he didn't know what to do with his toys. He can't really play with them anymore. <laughs> um, <laughs> so you got, you yeah. got to put them to use somehow. And this is a great way to to do it, you know, on Instagram and share things like that. Yeah. Um, I was fascinated to know what is it collect, what is it like collecting in Indonesia because it's a whole different part of the world that we've spoken to on this podcast. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's it's like especially in the pa- in the in the past few years, like two mm. years back, up until now, it's been very hard for me. I think. Yeah. Uh, from the customs policy that you can once you bought something from outside, and it reaches like seventy five dollars, there will be import taxes. Yeah. It will be charged, <laughs> uh, and. Locally, the the reseller price is isn't is not that good. Uh, I'm, what I'm trying to say is the scalping game is strong here. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, not... like uh, well, we all know how Mesco sells. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. Even for the most recently released released one, like. Say tactical Batman, he goes for eighty dollars, right? But here he goes for like like around hundred hundred twenty or hundred hundred thirty something like that. That's <laughs> yeah, seriously, it's like that here. So yeah, 
Uh, well, it, makes, it makes you a better collector that you're going to pay more money for all these. Uh, for me, it was Batman Beyond, as for now. Yeah. Because uh, it's, it's an exclusive. Uh, I got it for, I think, around 150 while Ooh. while internationally the price already go down to 110 but that's how it is here <laughs> yeah and i actually think that could be the most expensive but <laughs> it's still a work in progress <laughs> oh okay nice you'll see <laughs> nice you'll see <laughs> That's another custom, look forward. It's, it's a custom, actually. Oh, nice. Yeah. So, yeah, you'll see. <laughs> nice. So, well, actually, we're going to, while we're talking of sort of Mezco, what do you think of Mezco Toys and, and their whole situation right now with all the releases that they've got coming up? Well, Mezco is really was a game changer, I think, in the community. Mm. Uh, from back in 2015 when they released the Dark Knight Returns. Yeah. I had one and I sold it. <laughs> uh, <Same here. laughs> I, I sold it because uh, back then I used to try to reach them a lot on Twitter. On Twitter and one, one day they reply my question about if they're gonna make Kelly Kelly Robin because I, I really want the whole set of Dark Knight Returns figures back then. And they gave me false hope. <laughs> ah. Says they, make, they, they might get into that, into making Robin, but they want to do other things as for now. That's back in 2015. But they realized they never make Robin up until now. They <laughs> still, still haven't made a Robin. That's crazy. Who knows? It could have been a pre-order back then that we're still waiting for with Mezco. You never know. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah there's that. Um, I think Mezco... Uh, but I, don't, I never want to be an, uh, an hardcore fan of us. The toy line, mm. like, like you know, how people in Mesco collectors group, yes. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, we know all about those. <laughs> and actually, in the past few few days, I try to show that that I don't only take Mesco pics, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm bringing up some of my own figures from the Arkham series, uh, you, you've seen it, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah, so yeah, there's since we're talking a little bit of Arkham and things of that nature, I would love to. Are you a fan of Batman the Animated Series? Of course, okay, perfect. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I would, I would love to know your top three favorite episodes of Batman the Animated Series. Uh, what was it? Let me think. Very, always a very tough question. <laughs> Joker's favor. Okay, okay, that's oh, a good one. Right. It's a good choice. Uh, 
what's the episode where where Clayface first introduced Feet of Clay? Now, now I can, right. I'm really liking your choices <laughs> now. The Mr. Freeze one. Ah, okay. Heart of Ice. <laughs> yes, solid. Heart of Ice. Those are Sorry, solid. And the movie was good too. Sub-Zero was good too. <laughs> oh, yeah. Not a lot of people say that, so that's a good shout-out right there. But then I think it's Mass of Phantasm. Yeah. That's like, wow, Can't go wrong man. with that. You cannot go wrong with Mask of Phantasm. You never, you never say... Bruce Wayne so mad in love like that. Oh. <laughs> yeah, so there's that. Those were, those were great answers. Yeah, superb top three. Thank you. Scott? So you mentioned about the Arkham series. Um, I know mm-hmm. that you're a big fan. And yeah. what would you give? as your favorite game from the Arkham series? What's your? How would you rank the four games? What's your top four? From worst to best, or uh, let's go best. worst to best. Let's go worst to best. We build it off. Ah, uh, okay, man, come on, this is hard. <laughs> it's always a hard one. It's so good. I love all of them equally, okay. But <laughs> the only one I've got platinum is Arkham City. Mm. Arkham City mm-hmm. is but. If I go from worst to base, I think. Wow. Okay, Origins. Mm-hmm. Arkham Origins. And. Uh, Man, Asylum is really good. <laughs> <laughs> the atmosphere. Uh, okay. Origins, Asylum. Arkham Knight and City. Ah, uh, that's good top four. Very good. Top four. <laughs> what, what is it about City that you love the most? I mean, it, it's just great, isn't it? Uh, what I love the most about City is the stories, of course, mm-hmm. the plot twists, uh, all that, and the atmosphere, of course. Uh, what else? I feel like from all the games, the Riddler, the Riddler challenge in Arkham City is the one that is the toughest for me. Yeah. The most challenging. I, I took like, I don't know, man. I played like months <laughs> till I get the platinum. <laughs> <laughs> it's very hard to conquer all that trophies. And you know it. And I find it way easier in Arkham Knight to be Riddler. Mm. Yeah, I like uh, I like this this approach you're taking to it. This is the first time people have uh, talked about the Riddler trophies because that is a major part of the game, and it definitely keeps. It's the fun of uh, that allows you to keep playing even after you beat the whole game. Sometimes, is just enjoying the Riddler stuff. Yeah. Uh... Yeah, like Arkham, like you said, too, the plot twists are amazing. Like, uh, I'm not disregarding Insomnia Spider Man, but 
It was really good, but it's still not beating Arkham games. Oh, I basically <laughs> ripped off the games exactly. Because they even it's weird. I watched some of the Spider-Man stuff, and they even had like a hallucination scene, like how the Batman games always had it, like one major hallucination scene. It's like, dang, they're copying this straight up. <laughs> I think its game has its Arkham games has their strong strong point. I mean, like Arkham Asylum have that whole scarecrow nightmare, yeah. that killer croc chase. Oh, that's amazing. Wow. <laughs> uh, yeah, that gives me goosebumps. <laughs> <laughs> it was so scary. It feels like a horror movie. Actually. Yeah. Uh, for Arkham Origins, they have a, a great designs. I think. That, that's true. Yeah, o- yeah they keep Origins is great. Origins. Up until Arkham Knight, and it's still going and going up until now. I think uh, the DCU that struck design, suit design is also inspired by it. Uh, okay, and Arkham City, yeah, I've said it already about Arkham City, and Arkham Knight has the best game experience, I think. You can drive the Batmobile and yeah, as usual do all the Batman stuff, but it, it feel more like it feel more immersive, I think. That's now, it. are you a fan of the Batmobile usage? Because some people uh, some people say that in Arkham Knight they don't like that you have to use the Batmobile Batmobile so much. Now you don't mind at all? I don't mind it, but sometimes the Battle against the drone gets a bit overwhelming. Yeah. <laughs> That's very true. But the one that really bugs me is when you face Arkham Knight when he using that drill machine, that big machine. Oh, I hate that thing. Man. <laughs> I hate <that> so much. <laughs> yeah, I hate that too. I died many times <laughs> yeah and you have to you have to, you have to like make it chase you but not get caught oh my gosh i hate that yeah <laughs> damn it jason yeah jason why you gotta <laughs> you're like the underdweller <laughs> now uh have you do you play those often and do, do you you have the whole figure set right at arkham set city and all the video games uh, actually, I've I've always been a cherry picker in terms of okay. getting yeah. So it's a mix. Because I see it's a mix of. I see you do some. Uh, you do some beautiful Arkham game shots. Yep. <laughs> oh yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Is that, is that Scott? Is that how you found him? <laughs> I found him. I can't remember what, what shot it was. I think it was a Red Hood shot that you did of the Arkham um, Arkham Knight Red Hood with Batman and the Joker. And I was just like, holy crap, that's that's ridiculous. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that, uh, that shot was just a phenomenal shot. And I remember seeing that and just completely and utterly inspired by it. And 
because I, I recently <laughs> picked picks up that red hood, hood that red hood figure around then as well. So it was like even even better to see a shot like that pop up of it and a figure you've just got because it just inspires you to take pictures of it. That's why this community is so great. You know, you just pick off inspirations of um, of different sort of photos from other people, which is fantastic. Thank you, Scott. Um, the same goes to you guys, actually. A lot of people inspires me to do what I do, too. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's good to know I, I could inspire someone. But you guys should know, too, that you guys inspired me, too, to do what I'm doing. <laughs> well, that's kind of it. So, yeah. I, I have a big question because I've, I've been kind of on the fence with it because it looks cool and a lot of photos and I see that you have it. What do you think of the Revoltech death stroke? Uh, I've, here's the thing. I sold my Mesco death stroke uh-huh. to replace it with Revoltech. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> so yeah, there's that because uh, they go for the, the recent comics design so I think Tony S. Daniels uh, Tony S. Daniels drawing yeah, it was based on his design I think so yeah and and you think overall because Revoltech for those of you that don't know they tend to have joints that show because they go with such extreme poses that you're able to hide them in different ways so a lot of people are iffy on them and they're put off by them at first but he just said he sold. He just said he sold his Mezco version to get it. So overall, you'd say that you're happy with the figure and it's sturdy and it, it photographs well. Yeah, yeah, I'm really happy with it, and I think Revoltech did well in improving their joints. I mean, yeah. hiding their joints. So even though it's not exactly seamless like <laughs> Mezco, but They've done it better in terms of body mold. Okay. Or the back. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, that Mesco so does is good, but then like the it, it, it a little bit limited in articulation in some places. Yeah. It doesn't show off as much as the previous ones. Yeah. That's what I think. Yeah, I agree with you on that, definitely. I think that you sold me on the figure. I might have to be ordering him after the after the show. <laughs> Come on, Scott, get it. <laughs> yes, I think uh, I think it does look great. I had, just, not been for that, had it not been for that animated Deathstroke coming out, then I'd, I may have pulled the trigger. There's an animated one coming out. Oh yeah, that one. The that one. That one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I, I still need a comic. <laughs> <laughs> well, but you shoot quite a few different toy brands. You got DC Collectibles, Rebel Tech, and also Mezco. What is your favorite toy brand and your sort of favorite figure to, to photograph? Uh, favorite one? Well, Mezco, of course. <laughs> yes, I have a feeling you would say Mezco. Yeah, they just looks really good. Yeah, in pics. You, you, and that is hard for some people because I know I have a few mess going. It takes a it takes a while to make it look as good as uh, it should. And some people, 
some people photograph it better than others. And I think you definitely have a, a talent and a gift for uh, bringing out the beauty of a Mezco figure. So I can see why you like shooting Mezco. Tyler, <laughs> <laughs> thank you. That means a lot. <laughs> well, it's true. You, I also love that you uh, have like a sense of humor with your photos. Like, I love the little uh, Catwoman Drake meme with the Joker and Batman that you have. <laughs> I, love, I love when people get have a sense of humor as well. You, you mix it up because, like, right underneath it, you have a brooding Batman underneath there. So it's like, oh, this guy, this guy doesn't just you know only do jokes. He doesn't only just do serious. He likes to mix it up, have fun. So yeah. it's a if you if you guys aren't following him, you definitely should. You're missing out. It's a it's a, it's a, tr- a feast for the eyes if you just scroll down. He even has Marvel Legends. Of course, I know why Scott's been avoiding talking about that. Yeah. <laughs> you had to go there, didn't you? <laughs> you had to go there. Well, I love me some Marvels too. Actually, I don't. I don't pick the one side over the others. But if I have to choose, I choose Batman over DC and Marvel. <laughs> I just love to get Scott a little grief. <laughs> <laughs> It, this now, is not the regular section, it, yeah. It's, it's called it's called the Provoke Scott section. Provoke Scott. <laughs> we definitely want to talk a little bit about uh, movies. So, are you a big fan of the Batman movies? Uh, yep. Now, what what Pretty much, yeah. what's your your is your Batman Batman eighty nine? Oh, I'm sorry. Come again. Is your favorite Batman Batman '89? Well, yeah, Michael <laughs> Keaton. Like I said, Michael Keaton is my first Batman, my my first live action Batman. <laughs> nice. Um, but back then, the first time I watched Batman on theaters is Batman Returns in '92. Mm. Nice. That's and, a great movie as well. I was like three years old. <laughs> wow. <laughs> but but yeah, I still remember I also wearing the Batman Returns shirt back then. <laughs> I still have the photo, I think. <laughs> you should share that. Photo, photo of little me in <laughs> Batman Returns t-shirt back in 92. Yeah, we'd love to see that. Go, That'd be great. <laughs> yeah, but I have to say the best Batman live action Batman ever is Ben Affleck in Batman v Superman, of course. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't think we can argue with that. It's so sad to see him go. I always, I always, uh, he deserves better, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but, but yeah, it is what it is. At least uh, we can see your beautiful pictures of him. <laughs> we won't be able to see him anymore. Yeah, and actually, I'm not a big fan of Christian Bell. <laughs> I don't know. I just ooh, can't find, can't find to like him. <laughs> what is uh, it that you didn't want? But 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 I but I don't have the trilogy. I, I like it all right, and the one I like the most is was Batman Begins, the first yeah. one. 
Nice. Uh, um, the Dark Knight was only great because of the feelings, I think, not because of the Batman. <laughs> yeah, I think they put. Uh, I know the direction they were going. They want to make Batman human, mm-hmm. as human as possible, maybe. But I found it that Bell's Batman is just too weak. <laughs> <laughs> It's true. <laughs> Especially when you look at the Ben Affleck scene in the warehouse, and then you go back and watch any fight scene from Christopher Nolan's, and it looks like Christian Bale's like slap fighting people. <laughs> well, that warehouse fight is the best damn thing ever. <laughs> yeah. I've said it from the trailer back then. Now this is the Batman that can fight. <laughs> yes. Finally. And it's yeah. it stinks we only got him for a couple movies. Yeah. <sighs> Justice Justice League was better. <laughs> yeah. So you were not a big fan of Justice League either. No, not really. It was just so. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was rough. I didn't even prioritize the tactical suit Batman from Masco. <laughs> well, I was really cons- well, I was really considering on getting that, but I think the neck the neck part is too big for head swap. Uh, yeah. Yeah. True. True. So that's that's that was also a true off for me as because I I want I wanted to swap swap them as every now and then. <laughs> No, that definitely makes sense and something that collectors always take into consideration. Yeah. Uh, Actually, while we're talking of head swaps, you put the Noel Batman head on the Mezco head and that, that just looks so great. It looks really cool. Wait. Mm-hmm. And how long did, did you have to alter the, the head anywhere or it just works perfectly? Sorry? Did you have to alter the head in any way, like take like Dremel it out or anything to make it work with the Mezco, or just worked perfectly? Oh yeah, I Dremel the Dremel the Libre Mejo head oh, okay. to fit the BFS body, <laughs> and it was also sculpted a bit more in the back of the head, so it doesn't look too small on it. Okay, perfect. Yeah. That's also a brave move on your part. <laughs> well, you can always get a replacement since it's not that rare. <laughs> attitude to take. I like it. Uh, Scott, do you have any uh, any final things for our guest? Um, well, the main thing um, I, I was going to mention before we we end is also you're part of Exclude Collective and we also had a guest on from there who is at Ginkeet0675 so what's it like being involved with Exclude Collective? Uh, I think Exclude is a great hub for people like us where we get to know other toy photographers and stuff like that we can also learn from the tutorials they share. 
things in their websites. Uh, so yeah, collaborating with them is like a chance for me to share my work, to showcase my work with other people. And I think it has a chance to reach people that haven't seen my work. Mm. Yeah, that's that is. Uh, yep, that's all. <laughs> so do you, is the you have a link in your bio? Does that take you right to their page? No. What is the link take you to? It's to my FB page. <laughs> your your say that again, please. Your Etsy page. Uh, FB FB Facebook. Oh, Facebook. Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I have a Facebook page. Yeah. Okay. Nice. So you guys can check them out on Facebook as well. But it's just the things you see on my IG is actually. <laughs> hey, we want to have everyone following. Oh, well, he dropped out. Ah. Should we call him back? Yeah, let's do it. Let's call him back for the okay. <laughs> All right. Call you in a second. No problem. Hey. hey. <laughs> oh, it's not your. It's not. It's no big deal. Uh, all right, so we were back. We got everyone. Yep. We have. And uh, we just want to again thank you for coming on, and we want to let everyone know if you're not following at Fear of Bats, you need to be following him on Instagram. He shoots <laughs> amazingly well done, well thought out, beautiful photos. Capture the figures perfectly. We were honored and excited that he came on the show today so we could meet him, finally get to uh, talk to the man behind these beautiful photos and some of the most shared photos on Instagram recently, especially uh, in the past six months. This guy's been blowing up. He uh, has a great eye, and he's also, as you can see, a great guy. So, uh, Scott, any last things? Yeah, no, thank you very much for coming on. It's massively appreciated. I'm always nervous when I message someone asking to come on the show. Because it's um, you never know how people are going to react, and you were fantastic, great guest. Really, really enjoyed it, and uh, yeah, fantastic, uh, fantastic chat. <laughs> with you. Pleasure to meet you. Well, uh, thank you guys for having me. You guys are fantastic as well. <laughs> I think sometimes uh, it's just me being me. I feel like I didn't deserve you guys. I didn't deserve the appreciation the love people gave me <laughs> i always think love myself <laughs> well, well that just that's good it means you don't have an ego <laughs> yeah. well yeah we are our own worst enemy yes <laughs> but have to stick together our own mm. worst critics too <laughs> yes that, that tends to be the case well <laughs> We want to thank every one of you guys out there for listening. You guys are great. You're, we love Scott and I when we get messages saying that you enjoy the show or enjoy the, hearing of the guest. And we want to we want to thank you for continuing to listen. Uh, we're on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, anywhere you can hear podcasts. And we'll be having new episodes very soon. This has been DC Figures and Collectibles. 
we do what you do too. And we complain about a Mezco figure, but we still have to buy it and shoot it. So <laughs> thank you for joining us and we will talk to you soon. Goodbye. Much love, guys.